Please note that this episode was originally recorded in 2020. Hello and welcome to episode seven of BDTV. Uh, my name is Peter Kane from BD Consultancy um, and you're one of hundreds of people from around the world who are joining us today to hear directly from someone in your position, a, a senior figure in business development or marketing at one of the professional firms. Um, the format is, is similar to what we've had in previous weeks. Um, we're going to have a uh, an open discussion for approximately 10 minutes. Um, there'll, be a, there'll be a poll during that discussion and I'm gonna ask um, our guests this week to reflect on the findings from that poll. Um, and then as, as we did last week, I'm going to be joined by, by um, someone who's an ally to the firm uh, about 10 or 12 minutes in who's gonna host the, the Q&A. But more detail on that as, as we go through. Um, if, if I may just, just start by welcoming our guest today, who's, who's Richard Wilding, Richard's Pursuit Director at KPMG. Um, before this, he had senior roles at Mercer, BPP, and Deloitte. He's, he's a, a charming guy and a, a natural collaborator with excellent professional service experience. So he's gonna be able to share today a really well-informed view as to, as to what's happening within, within BD and professional services today. Um, Richard, well, welcome along. Thank you very much for joining us. Peter, thank you. And uh, yeah, thanks for having me on today. Great thank to you. talk to you. Great, great. Well, pleasure, pleasure. Now, I'm, I'm going to start. I, I welcome you here, but I'm going to start with a cheeky question, uh, if we may, right at the start. Now, um, you're, you're the first representative we've had from, from one of the big four accountancy firms. And um, I'm, go I'm going to share the poll for, for everyone who's dialing in as we speak. Because one of the things we, we are sensing in the market at the moment is that the, the perception of the value that big four bring is, is, is under some sort of attack. And that's, that's both, from, both from government and regulators uh, uh, and also it's interesting to know how, how clients are going to be responding as, as we go through, go through COVID. I, I saw something this week saying that um, BDO is actually now the uh, second most popular auditor of, of listed, uh, listed companies in the UK. Um, and so the, the poll today asks, do you think the perceived value to business of a big four advisor will change this year? And we've, we've got a range of options, and I'm, I'm sharing this just for anyone who, who can't see the poll live, who's watching on YouTube. Um, some... Some options are, yes, actually it will be stronger, either because people want the security of the badge during a crisis, or because the big four have the skill and expertise to deliver a substantively different service. There's an option for no change, and then there's two options for yes. Either uh, the, 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 the big four dominance will be weakened slightly as businesses prioritize cost savings, or Finally, it'll be weaker as people will choose other advisors that they believe are better placed to help them. Richard, I'm going to, I'm, I'm going to run it for another few seconds. I, I see the, uh, the folks rolling in here very quickly. For, for everyone who's on, on, on live, I think there's another 15 or so of you yet to vote. Um, simply click which one of those five options you, you, you feel is closest to, to your view. Um, 
And then, Richard, I'll, I'll, I'll ask you if, if you may just to respond, respond live to, to, to what I'm saying. Okay, let me see. Okay, we're getting a, um, a slight leader here, which, which is suggesting, and I'll just, I'll just end the poll so this doesn't, this doesn't um, in any way tilt, tilt future folks on it. Um, we've got a slight win here for um people saying they think it'll be weaker as businesses prioritize cost savings that's that's got 32 percent uh of the vote uh then followed by others feeling that actually uh there might be a choice for other advisors for substantive reasons because they might be better placed to help um but some 20 percent um of people saying actually it'll be stronger because you you guys have the have the skill and expertise, uh, and if you almost ten percent saying actually, people will still want the security of the badge, um, Richard, I've, I've shared those results with you now. Is that how, how does that land with you as, as as someone who's leading the charge for for one of the big four? Yeah, I mean it's it's, it's great to see those uh, those uh, that feedback. Uh, I think hey, we're we're going into a pretty difficult period in the in the economy. Uh, I was uh, listening to a speech the other day by the uh, CEO of Vodafone, and he was talking about the role that government and, and the regulators play and the fact that they're going to have to stress test all sectors. In the past, we've had the stress test of the, of the banks uh, during the financial crisis. But if you're going to stress test all the sectors and help this acceleration of the recovery, uh, you're going to need organisations to work together uh, and not kind of break them up. So I think, um, I think from our perspective, we'll see... Uh, the big four probably in a similar shape to where we are at the moment uh, and I think the there will be a change in the way that, that governments communities and business work together uh, we're going to go through the world's biggest recapitalization over the next few months it's never been done before it's been done by country or by sector uh, but not around the world and I think everyone's going to have to pull together to um, to help markets um, improve mm. and, and, and talk, talking of pulling together one, one of the things I enjoyed when I was uh, when I was in house with one of the big four was big things happened in the news uh, and, and, and normally the firm had some sort of involvement in it. Is, is KPMG involved in the, in, the sort of, in, the, in the government or the social response to COVID and how we defeat it? Yeah, I mean, absolutely. And I probably should say that, you know, there's been a number of, of professional services firms you read about doing all sorts of, of great stuff um, to help with them. Um, with, with communities uh, during this time. I think one thing that was, that was really resonated with us was when KPMG was working on the Nightingale hospitals and we worked as a part of a consortium to help operationalize those hospitals. So we're able to bring all sorts of people with different skill, skills uh, onto, that, uh, onto that project. And it caused a huge amount of pride for us and obviously for uh, a very rewarding experience for those working on it. Um, you know, that's from a government perspective, from a business perspective, you've got organisations trying to understand the complications of furlough, uh, and that's yeah, changing yeah. now with the JRS and flexible furlough. So, you know, we, we're, we're very much in the middle of all that, helping around payroll, employment law, working with the HMRC. Um, and the second thing is we're doing a lot with, uh, with clients as they kind of move into the recovery and the new reality of, of bringing you know helping them get back to the workplace so we're kind of developing apps so that people can either bring people into factories offices or using something that we did in singapore a couple of months ago of, of opening up the restaurants and the bars and hotels and how to do that in a health 
uh, okay. in a health and safe, uh, a safe uh, way. Okay, okay, okay. Now, um, Richard, you, uh, I mean, one of the challenges of these these chats is we want to we want to cover it all in twenty minutes, and we want the we want to go macro, and we also want to go granular. Um, you're you're the pursuit director, which to some people might sound like you're 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 coaching cycling. What, what does that actually mean at KPMG, and what does what are you seeing on the ground at the minute? Yeah, I mean, it is coaching. So we we work. We are we're small teams, and we're very much in in the business. Uh, helping to to empower and upskill uh, colleagues as they sell in the new virtual world, uh, and that's uh, a mixture of getting them uh, technology ready so that they're able to deliver ideas uh, and work in, a, in, an, in an agile, uh, impactful, and relevant way, um, as well as you know helping them think about well, actually, how do, how do we bring this empathy right now? Mm. How do we listen and be curious, not just come with the ideas and the solutions. Uh, and uh, so we're seeing a real shift in terms of that. And secondly, the the, the whole world of RFPs has changed. The, the way people are buying, what they're buying and how they're buying is changing. You know, we've seen the RFPs uh, are, are dropping, not just because of business activity, but because clients are moving to decision-making much more quickly, okay. uh, with, with confidence, with strong governance, and uh, therefore you need to be agile to, to keep up to speed with uh, with how clients are buying right now. I know those is the without giving away uh, too much confidential information. Is the content of those RFPs similar, or is that also changing? Uh, it's also changing, uh, and, and you've got yeah, real emphasis. You know, of course, you're going to see lots and lots of technology as people look to deploy or upgrade uh, new technology. You've you've seen the rise in cybersecurity with the amount of people working from home. Uh, you've obviously got the you know the areas of kind of financial services and restructuring. So there's a number of areas where we're seeing increased demand from clients. Yes, yes, and you're you're close to, you're close to British business. What's your, what's your sense now? How is, you know, how, how is their need for advisory relationships going to change? Yes, there's going to, there's going to be more around tech and technology risk and security. Is is anything else going to shift? You think in the next six months? Yeah, so we we talk about kind of the merger of four things. You've got COVID nineteen. Uh, you've got Brexit coming back. And then you've got this acceleration of not just technology, but also sustainability. And yeah. in this humanitarian crisis, you know, the, the environmental issues really do come to the fore. So that's a, that's a big boiling pot for organizations to think about, uh, you know, their, their, their operating models and their business models. So they don't want the answers, uh, but they want organizations to help them think about how to, you know, to validate uh, the challenges, opportunities and constraints ahead of them. So I think it's a, uh, it's exciting times, but it's uh, it's obviously difficult given uh, in economic conditions. Yes, absolutely. And the uh, final thing from me, just before we move on to the Q and A, we, we have a lot of people on here who run BD and marketing teams in in the professions. What's really working for you at the moment uh, doing that? Anything that's really cutting through? Yeah, so we've uh, we've just launched an internal um, playbook called Client Connect, and it focused on three or four kind of main areas to help consultants engage with their clients. So there was one around how to stay connected and how to remain connected. So tips to engage with clients using collaboration tools, you know, using empathy, questioning, uh, how to bring perspectives that obviously all the content goes with, with as you'd expect, to all the different areas that we could be supporting clients right now. You know, thinking about commercial considerations given the impact that our clients have got. Um, and how do you, how do you motivate 
account teams and sales teams? How do you keep that communication going throughout uh, throughout this this period? So everyone knows what's going on, and the client you know continues to get the very best out of what we do. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Th- thanks, Rich. I, I, I'm going to pass across now to to the Q and A. There's uh, some questions have come in uh, in advance in advance of today, but people want want to ask you about. And there's also um, a Q and A Q&A function at the bottom of the screen. Should anyone want to ask something live now. Um, we're delighted that, uh, that the host for the question and answer today is, is Bob Mitten. Bob has, has run Mitten Williams uh, branding and design consultancy for the last 25 years, um, serving professional firms. Um, and, and many of you will know him as uh, him and his team as the people who, who create the front covers on, on PM Magazine uh, every month. Um, I've, I've repeatedly been impressed by how Bob's able to cut through a wealth of, of data and anecdotes and intelligence and get to something that's a really clear and, and simple message. So I'm, I'm hoping he's going to be able to do that with you today. Um, may, I, may I just pass you across? Thanks very much, Richard. I'm just going to pass you across to Bob now. Hello. Hi, Bob. Hi. Hi. Um, thanks very much for those kind words, Peter. Um, so uh, I'll jump straight in. Um, I worked with uh, KPMG many years ago on global marketing comms and things, and I was always very aware of the sheer scale and size of the business and uh, how many divisions and sectors you worked in. So I guess one of the, my, the first question I wanted to ask you in these current times is, you know, is there a conflict between the scale of KPMG and its ability to you know, act quickly when it's quite important at the moment? So. Yeah, that's a great question. Um, I, I think one of the big challenges that we had when um, everyone's using different technologies is how do you come together as a global firm? And uh, what, what, what really impressed me was that we moved from 20,000 to 200,000 people all working on Microsoft Teams mm-hmm. and collaborating over video. Uh, and that was done within just a matter of days. And, you know, both clients and colleagues saw huge benefit in, in that. Um, I think secondly, we saw the movement and liquidity of, of and mobility of talent. So, you know, getting people on projects onto Nightingale, which was a high, high priority in a busy, busy period for us. So the ability to move people around the business for the benefit of our clients was 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 really impressive. And I think thirdly, it's the it's the global aspect. You know, you can bring the learnings from China or from Italy uh, or, or from other markets uh, to clients so that you're they're able to kind of understand where things have been working lessons learned and I think that's uh, that's very powerful for clients mm, great no thank you and um, what about sort of changes in terms of the brand you know how do you think the brand might change as a result of everything that's going on and COVID-19 and everything yeah do you know what Bob that's really interesting so I was on a call the other day and uh, we had uh, we heard from two CEOs, the outgoing CEO uh, Mike Coop of Sainsbury's, and um, and Alison Rose at NatWest, and they both talked about purpose. Uh, oh, so right. pur- purpose for NatWest is all around, um, you know, kind of really bringing that kind of financial education, you know, ac- across communities, improving that, um, and obviously looking after you know their clients. So you know during this difficult time and. Uh, and, and then you hear about Sainsbury's and they're obviously the priority shopping for elderly and key workers, you know, paying their smaller suppliers on delivery. Uh, so this social purpose is important. And we've just l- relaunched our values at KPMG. And uh, 
we've got you know, areas of integrity and, and excellence and courage. But the ones that really resonated with me were together where we talk about, uh, you know, we respect and draw on the strengths of, of our own differences. And, and the fifth one, and really, really importantly, is we say for better, which is, you know, what we do matters. And I think this whole purpose will be really powerful in the way that firms, you know, market and position themselves with clients. And just from a consumer perspective, I'll finish by, I think a recent survey that 70% of UK consumers uh, would now start to buy from companies that prioritize purpose over profit. So we'll see where that goes. Yeah, that's very interesting. And I see that more and more in professional services, purpose and values, and being able to articulate that, write it down and share it internally is so important. So that's pretty interesting to hear. Um, the next question, um, I guess, is about experience and the brand experience. And uh, how do you maintain that consistency of the KPMG experience when you're working or working remotely and often at such speed? Yeah, uh, it's, it's probably three things. It's probably a mix of good leadership, good communication and good technology. So being very clear on what we're setting out to achieve and what standards we want to set. You know, make sure that everyone knows what's going on uh, with the client and with your colleagues. And thirdly, making sure that you've got tools to be able to deliver uh, whatever it is, you know, in, in, in the most effective uh, way. We had a, an opportunity where we pitched and delivered the work to a client and we weren't even in the same country. Um, no. It won't surprise you, it was a robotics uh, project, um, but it, it shows the speed with which you now can work in that consistent manner. Yeah, super. Okay, I'm aware of the time, so just two, two more questions. So I guess um, in light of what's been happening, I guess what's your biggest learning on a professional level? Uh, probably don't assume. Don't assume that everyone's going to be impacted by the same way in this pandemic. Don't assume everyone's busy because uh, some people have time to think about things. Don't assume that everyone's quiet because some people have got very busy family and work lives. And don't assume that everyone's okay because sometimes you know this these affects people in different ways so uh checking in with colleagues and clients is really important right now yeah okay thank you and um lastly the question that peter always asks and often asks is what are you missing most during lockdown um freedom <laughs> uh freedom and i missed i missed the chance to you know to have face-to-face -face time with yeah. with clients and colleagues friends and family um but but be grateful what you've got Super. No, that's great. Thank you very much. Well, great it's uh, 20 past, so um, I think we'll call it a day then. Thank you very much, Rita. That has been really fascinating okay. hearing those insights and the way that KPMG is handling everything. Um, thank you very much to the BD team for inviting me to do this Q&A. Um, thank you, everyone, for tuning in. Um, BD TV will be back next week, same time, but um, you'll be, we'll be hearing from how Osborne Clark has been navigating the situation from there. New York office. So thanks very much. Thanks again to Richard and have a good afternoon, everyone. Goodbye.